Welcome back to Challenges of Faith radio program. I'm Gary McCann, the producer and host, and thank you for joining. I'd like to acknowledge God and our listeners. Thank you for tuning in from the United States, Germany, UK, Canada, India, Russia, Australia, Philippines, Nigeria, Switzerland, Portugal, Malaysia, Brazil, and Norway. It looks like it's comprising of 79% ladies, 30% men, between the ages of... 35 to 44, coming in as number one, 28 through 34, 23 through 27, 45 through 59, number five, 17-year-olds, number six, 18 through 22, and number seven, 60-plus years and over. Thank you for joining. It's an honor to have you. Today's guest is Wanda L. Child. Rather than me introducing her to you, Let's let Wanda tell her own story in Sojourn, shall we? Wanda, welcome to Challenges for Faith radio program. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. First and foremost, how are you and your family? I am doing well. I am doing great. Family is doing great. Um, We are definitely blessed (laughs) 24-7. What were your aspirations while growing up? Growing up, wow. Um, Grew up in the 70s, and basically I just wanted to do good in life. I wanted to be great or the best at whatever I did, Um, but I had a love for um, typing. And so growing up, I wanted to be a powerhouse executive assistant. I wanted to be the administrative assistant to some high-end executive. I love secretarial and administrative work. So growing up, that's what I thought I was going to do all my life. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Well, it sounds like uh, from a humble standpoint, but at the same time, knowing that uh, God had a plan and purpose for your life, working alongside, I'm sure, individuals who fit that that you just shared. But rather than me saying it, I understand you went into the corporate world, and and I can identify what happened to you while in the corporate world. Well, as as a, again, growing up in the 70s, um, my generation, we were told, you know, get that good government job. Um, Wasn't a lot of emphasis on college but it was get that good government job. And so um, I started working early, not because I had to, but because I liked nice things. Um, I actually started working at 14 at neighborhood, um, you know, restaurants, cleaning, bussing tables, things like that. But when I first landed into the corporate world, um, I had maybe two corporate jobs before I landed the one that I ended up staying for 21 years. And so I went in to work for a big mortgage company, spent 21 years, climbed the ladder, you know, successfully climbed the ladder, but then later discovered I am not a corporate-minded person. I have the heart of an entrepreneur. I come from a family of successful entrepreneurs, but that's not what I was pursuing. I was pursuing what my generation was told to do, get the good government job. And so I did well, again, climbed the corporate ladder successfully, 
but found out I was not happy. And when I was able to um, tap into my entrepreneurship roots and skills, I noticed that started bringing me joy. And so probably 10, 11 years into being in corporate America, I started my first company um, and then end up starting a second company and a third one while working this corporate mm-hmm. job where I had stayed for 21 years. All right. Well, before we head into that, you know, I'm reminded, uh, uh, you know, knowledge and experience, you know, it's always important. But I'm reminded that um, I remember um, uh, being with an individual who um, started to, well, involved in the banking and pharmaceuticals and all of that. But one of the things I saw when they were taking over the company was the um, how individuals were uh, laid off uh, for whatever reason. So a, lot of, a lot of individuals who had those titles of CEOs um, involved in, you know, giving away trade secrets, all of that. And so reality comes to light, and then you have decisions you have to make. Wanda, what advice do you have for individuals desiring to enter the corporate world? Well, I don't have a lot of advice about corporate because I'm not corporate-minded. I am a real, Mm -hmm. true entrepreneur. However, and I don't have anything against the corporate environment because I believe a Mm -hmm. person should go to where they fit in. And if you're corporate-minded, guess what? You can't be an entrepreneur, so you have to stay in your lane. Um, So anyone going into the corporate field, just make sure that you're corporate-minded, and that is the field that you want to be in. Don't go in as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur. And if you are an entrepreneur and you decide to go into the corporate world, go in long enough to get whatever you can get, get out, and start your own business. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, um, I uh, wholeheartedly concur with that and um, because your heart must be in wherever you are, but most importantly, uh, making sure that God has given you the peace to be there. You know, as a result, and with the help of God, it led you to form your first business. Uh, Would you share with the listeners what the business was and is and any challenges when first starting out? Well, the first company that I started, um, which is now 27 and a half years old, is my custom printing company. And the printing company is called Printing Express and Designs. Um, I started that company not because I wanted to be a printer. I started that company because I had a full-time job, corporate job. The paycheck was taking care of the bills, but I had no overflow of fun money, you know, cruise money, shoe money, shopping Mm -hmm. money. I didn't have an overflow of money, so I needed to create a second income, and I didn't want to go to another job for a second income. I didn't want to have to go to another building, another office, you know, in the afternoon. So creating a printing company, not because I wanted to be a printer, because at the time desktop publishing was very popular. So they didn't have many people making flyers and brochures and um, business cards. And so I started doing that type of printing. So 27 and a half years ago, I started out doing 
resumes, brochures, business cards, um, flyers, menus for restaurants, and I could do that at home from my computer. The challenge was getting started with the business and not having all the proper equipment. So when I started the printing company, you know, you needed a printer, you needed a scanner, you needed the software, um, you needed all these tools that financially you may not have all these things. Um, but I found a way to get started um, without having everything and then building it as the income, the side income started coming in. And so I stayed in the what I call paper printing. I stayed in that industry of printing for about five years before I discovered where I am now, um, 20-something years later, which is promotional product printing. So I'm the one who does the pens, the keychains, the hats, the T-shirts, the water bottles. So we take blank merchandise, and we custom print it with your logo, your designs. So this is done at wholesale discounted prices. Um, so if someone wanted 100 T-shirts for a family reunion, we're going to buy the shirt and print your design on it. It's only going to cost you $5.99 per shirt. So that's what I mean by wholesale mm -hmm. and promotional products. Mm -hmm. God also bless you with forming another business and a mentoring foundation. Would you share about both of those? Oh, absolutely. And so after starting the um, printing company and becoming very successful um, at that, still working at my corporate job now, side hustle, side money, um, God gave me a word phrase. And the word phrase was called blessed 24-7. So when God gave that to me, it was just in my mind, in my heart, and I just verbally would say it, I'm blessed 24-7. He gave it to me at a time I was going through some ups and downs. We all do. So I was going through some ups and downs, and God was trying to tell me that I was still blessed no matter what. And I held on to the phrase, I recited the phrase, I repeated the phrase, and that's what I just started to walk in. So whenever trouble came my way, I would just say, I'm blessed 24-7. Well, a year after mm -hmm. me continuously saying that and reminding myself of it, because I'm a printer and I had the mentality of a printer, and I know I was printing for other people, I said, let me print this phrase on a shirt and I'm going to wear it. I didn't do it to sell. I did it to embrace it for myself and to continue and further encouraging myself. So I printed up one shirt for myself with the Bless 24-7 written on it. And people started seeing me with this shirt and said, oh, my God, I love your shirt. Um, can I have it? And I didn't realize they were asking me to reproduce and then sell to them. I literally thought they wanted the shirt off my back. And I would respond in a weird way like, this is like, I've already worn it. And they were like, no, do you sell them? And I said, no, I don't sell shirts out of my closet. So anyway, I did finally catch on. I ended up trademarking the name. 26 years ago, I went to the United States Trademark and Patent Office with an attorney and trademarked the mm -hmm. name, the phrase, Bless 24-7 across the country, started producing my own T-shirt line, this is separate from the printing company. This is a whole second company. So I created company two called Blessed 24-7 Gifts. So I started my own merchandise line, started selling my own T-shirts and gift items with my trademark phrase, Blessed 24-7. A lot of people don't get it when I say that, but when I say this, Nike did it, 
Sean John did it. Other companies have taken their name and their brands and printed it on things that they're selling. So a lot of people confuse the printing company with the blessed 24-7 gifts. They're totally two separate creations. Mm-hmm. How about the mentoring foundation? The mentoring program started on my daytime corporate job as well. And once I started the printing company and became very successful successful at it, and then once I started doing Bless 24-7 and I had these bumper stickers out and I'm coming to work and people would tell me, oh, my God, all the way to work we kept seeing these vehicles with the bumper stickers, with your bumper stickers on it, Bless 24-7. How did you start your business? Well, everyone kept asking me this question, so I decided that I was going to put together um, a seminar where I was going to go over the steps that I had to take to start my business. And so I had my first seminar, not on the job because you can't mix that, but I invited people from the job, my coworkers, to my home on a Saturday. And I had a seminar. I mean, I I got the workbooks printed, pencils and notepads. I had lunch served, and I did it for free. And I could only accommodate 10 people. And so the first 10 people signed up. It was free. And I did my first seminar called How to Start a Business from Ground Zero in, the, in my home in my sunroom patio while still working my nine to five. And that's when that started. It wasn't officially started as a business. It was just my way of saying, hey, let me teach you and learn what I did so now you can go out and create your own side hustle. Later, I would end up registering the third business called Blessed 24-7 Foundation Mentoring Program. I would later register it with IRS and become an officially IRS-approved nonprofit. So the third company, Blessed 24-7 Foundation Mentoring Program, is a nonprofit 501c3 approved. Praise God. Listeners, what you're hearing, and I know you heard, Wanda sharing, most importantly, as it relates to the corporate world, is that even though uh, when you listen to her aspirations uh, while growing up, when you hear her speak of the corporate world as it relates to uh, forming the various businesses while there, you also heard her make sure that separate, meaning that you didn't intertwine it on the job because you can't do that. But at the same time, what you're hearing is the fact that God blessed her. She's able to, apart from working the nine-to-five job, be in the position to carry out that which was put inside of her so that she could become that which she aspired to be while growing up. That's most important for any and all of us to remember that when we cry out to God, asking him, and he answers our prayer, to carry it out with his help. And you heard Wanda Shares relates to wearing the T-shirt for herself, but others were blessed. And you see how God's hand was working it all into the now. Wanda, you also wrote a book, Push Into My Purpose. Why did you write it? Okay, that's going to be real interesting. I ended up writing the book, Pushed Into My Purpose. The subtitle is How God Moved Me From Fear to Victory. I wrote the book because that good old corporate job that I had working for the mortgage company for 21 years fired me. 
And so even though I had started these three businesses at this, you know, while working this nine to five, I went through a season where things were going downhill. I wasn't fitting in. I Personally, I wasn't fitting in. But the staff didn't see it that way. That was just private and personally. I was still getting great reviews. If you were to review me and gave me a scale of 1 to 10, I was always getting 12 out of a 1 to 10 scale. So I was still reviewing highly, um, but some things happened on the job. I can only say it this way. Um, I know the truth, but I'm going to say it this way. I felt like Mm -hmm. I was being discriminated against. I'm going to say I felt like I was being discriminated mm-hmm. against on that job, and I started to speak up. Um, I felt mm-hmm. that I was being discriminated on that job for many years, many years for like out of the 21 years, I'm going to say 12 of those years. Um, I began mm-hmm. to speak up around the latter years and became bold Mm -hmm. when I would never be bold to speak up about it. And God gave me the boldness to call it out when everyone else was afraid to call it out because what would happen? You would get fired. And I'm like, let Mm -hmm. me shut up because if I don't, I'm going to get fired. And so I continue to speak up. I spoke what I thought was my truth. Um, And all I can say is three months later, I was fired. Mm-hmm. I well, was wrongfully mm-hmm. terminated, but it's okay because before I got fired from that job, God told me specifically on year 19 of the job, he said, Wanda, mm-hmm. this is your 19th year anniversary. By year, by anniversary 20, I need you to resign and take your ministry full time. I'm totally confused, number one, what ministry? Like, when did I become a minister, and what ministry am I going to leave? I'm still going to happy hour. I'm still hanging out at at the clubs occasionally. So what ministry do you want me to represent with this type of behavior? And not that I was a heathen or not that I was doing anything criminal, but when you say ministry and clubbing and partying and hanging out and, you know, That didn't make sense. So I didn't think the call was for me. God was not asking me to. You know what I said? The devil is a liar trying to get me to quit and lose my job. I'm not giving up this income. My side hustles were good, but they were not. Let me be clear. They were not bringing in the the kind of money that you need to quit your job. It was a side hustle. It was shoe money. It was vacation money. It was not bill money. But God said, I need you to quit and gave me a year. Didn't tell me to do it tomorrow. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that that was God. I believe that the enemy was trying to corrupt and set me up. So when the year rolled around, year 20, I stayed. And the year that I stayed when I should have been gone, I literally went through all types of seasons of hell on that job. And I ended up leaving on short-term disability for depression. I literally, it had gotten so bad. And when I say depression, when you go against the will of God, 
things start to happen mm-hmm. in your life that are weird because you're going against the will of God. In the beginning, I didn't know I was going against the will of God. Later on, I knew mm-hmm. that that was the call of God, but I still could not bring myself to leave. And so I left on short-term disability, and while on short-term disability, um, they found a clever way, it was wrongful, um, to terminate me. And I accepted uh-huh. it because I knew mm-hmm. that the God had called me to do what I was doing. I knew it. Mm-hmm. So I wrote the book, Pushed Into My Purpose, and the push is me being fired from my job. All right. <clears throat> well, <laughs> God has his own way of pushing him to it, to uh, that which is his purpose that makes it your purpose. But listeners, before I pose another question to Wanda, if we go back, um, what I hear, um, that I'm sure you all can identify with, if you have not, you will, especially after you've surrendered to God, but that he's first and foremost in your life, is that uh, it is important for you to take stands that you know to be right, that God has convicted you on, giving you the power to do so, knowing that you have three enemies according to his word. you got yourself, you got the world system, and you have the devil. And believe it or not, what you just heard from Wanda was an experience of all three. But most importantly, as she was sharing, when you're going against that which is the, um, the devised system, irrespective of who's a part of it, if there are individuals who are inspired by the adversary at the majority of time, who may not know the God you're serving, but if they, based upon their motive, have decided that you're not the one as for their circle, depending on what that circle is, then the moves are going to be made. And at the same time, as Wanda is indicating, if you know who you are and you know what God has called you to do, then you got to stand. But most important, you got to speak out. There is a cost. There's a lot of believers, irrespective of skin tone, around the globe who may not speak out, but as Wanda has indicated very clearly, there was still a cost because she shared personally from about the emotional part. God always gets your attention. So let me ask this question again unto our beloved sister Wanda. What message would you have, based upon what you shared, for individuals who have entered the corporate world know, not guess, that with a see is wrong. What message do you have for them, especially believers of the household of faith? People who have, repeat that, people who have entered the corporate world and what? And they know that that which they see is wrong. What advice do you have for them? Based upon your own journey that you just shared. Well, I would definitely say uh, pray on it. Um, seek counsel, mm-hmm. and whatever God tells you to do, and, and first of all, please have the relationship with God because that's the only way you're going to hear from him because if you don't have the relationship, you, you won't know his voice. His sheep know his voice. Right. Um, so the that's relationship right. has to be established, and when it is established, do what God says um, because not doing so, um, there is a price to pay. And 
I paid the price for not leaving by staying and then being miserable and then not liking the job and then going into depression. All of that would have been avoided if I just left. But if you're in corporate America and there are issues coming up, yeah, pray on it. Mm-hmm. God will lead God That's and direct right. you. Either you believe like your business, which is you, based upon your trials, have sent. Either you believe that God has blessed you or blessing you 24-7 or you don't. The word says obedience is better than sacrifice. That's what you're saying. Wanda, mm-hmm. why is it important for Christians to be encouraged and motivated to obey God to be successful in their sojourn? Well, he is the creator of all things, judge of all men, creator of all people. Mm-hmm. Being that he is the creator of all people, we do want to be obedient to him. We are his creation. We are supposed to follow him. We are supposed to obey him. Um, if you want to be happy, successful, um, at peace in life, that's where your peace and your joy is going to come from, um, your obedience. And it is important because when you're not, then things happen. And I'm not going to say that things don't happen, um, mm-hmm. bad things still don't happen. Yes, they do, but God gives us the ability to walk through them, um, to deal with them, um, to cope with them, to get through them. Um, so imbe- obedience is absolutely um, mandatory. I can say that in this stage of my life. Now, we we were having this conversation at 18, 21, um, maybe even 28. You would have gotten a totally mm-hmm. different response. Um, and not to say that mm-hmm. someone can't mature in in God's walk until they're in their 40s. No, you can get it at mm-hmm. 7. You can get it at 8. I just got it late. But you got it. But you got it. I got it. In what <laughs> I'm ways, not letting it go. That's right. Praise God. In what ways will your book inspire others? The book will inspire others, uh, one, and it's not about reading the book because, oh, I got fired from my job and so did you. The book isn't about, per se, being fired from the job. The book is about being obedient. Um, being obedient to God's call, being able to hear God's call, being able to understand God's call, and also understanding how God prepares us. It's a faith walk. Um, And the reason I wouldn't quit my job is financial. I believe everything about God, every area of my life, but when it came to the money part, I'm like, God, this doesn't make sense. You want me to give up this income when the business that you gave me, these three companies are side hustles. They're not making any money. They're not making the money to quit. So, God, this is what I'll do. When my side hustles start making as much as my paycheck, then I know it's time to quit. Well, guess what? That's not a faith walk. And so you can be obedient like I was with nine things out of ten, and I want everybody to clap. Wanda is being obedient over nine things out of ten. God shouldn't be tripping off of that. Nine out of ten, and God said the the, the tenth one, that piece, that right there is going to completely stop you from your blessings. I want credit for the nine, and God's like, I I need all ten. I wouldn't, I trusted him with everything, but that money part, like quit my job and the money's not right yet, 
So when I got fired, guess what? I didn't even get unemployment because I thought I was going to get that. That was another money chaser, right? Then I thought, okay, that's okay. I'm going to get a severance package. They denied me of my severance package. What God was trying to tell me was financially, physically, mentally, I got you. Stop trying to grab it from these other places. I got you. And guess what? I remember him. He got me. Yeah, and I haven't had this job. Now, I've been fired. Let me just tell you how faithful God is. This happened to me almost 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. I have not had a paycheck or corporate benefits in almost 18 years. God has been mm-hmm. completely faithful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a faith okay. walk. It's a journey. I don't know where my income is coming mm-hmm. from. I don't have no set income. I don't have a paycheck. I have to wait and see what what God is going to do. Who what who is He going to send my way? Who's going to support me? It's a faith walk. And if you don't have the mind of an entrepreneur, the mindset of an entrepreneur, or you don't have the understanding of a faith walk, you're going to crumble. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall mm-hmm. apart because Lord knows there are days that nothing is happening. But you got to keep the faith. I was like, okay, God, we're going to we're going to wait and see what happens tomorrow. Okay, nothing happened today. We're going okay. Well, we're going to wait to see what next week brings. Okay, we're going to wait to see what next month. Okay, well maybe next year. You keep believing and holding out and believing. Don't give up. That's right. I remember um, putting in a resignation uh, after a trial uh, two months in advance because I don't like <clears throat> excuse me I don't like corruption no type of corruption. And uh, and going along with what you just feared, and uh, and I know my exact. Uh, they thought that uh, on the at the near the last day I would have a change of mind, and I didn't. They offered me ten grand, and all of a sudden stay. And I'm, but in the mean in the meantime, in those two months, I'm like, okay, God, where am I going? You know. And so that's why I share with pastors or few members or those out there on the missionary journey, you know. Make sure that you tell the people about the reality that when you step out on faith, that here's the reality of it all. Because just like you're sharing, when you see God being faithful to you because of you being obedient, and then you continuously see that he is, and your strength is continually being re-strengthened, because you see what God can do, not what humans or humans can do, but what God can do. And that's why it's important, as Wanda knows, to make sure that he receives the glory, and only him, because it's him. And like Wanda just here, nobody has come forth to lay down the foundation from the corporate world and other other places to take care of her. She recognized this God. And at, all time, at the same time, recognize who God is sending in order to fulfill those orders that needed for Wanda to be the woman of God that she is today. Wanda, when you say, I'm still showing up after 26 years, because number one, God called me to inspire others, I'm here to help you on your journey to trust in God in all things. What do you mean? 
Well, when I say I'm still showing up, and, and now it's 27 and a half years, I'm, I say I'm still showing up because when I encounter people for the first time, um, they love the energy that I have. They love the faith walk that I'm on. And because the energy is so high, they think I'm just getting started. Oh, yeah, she's new. All that, all that energy and that warm and fuzzy feeling, it's because she's new. She's new at it. And when they find out, no, I have literally been doing this for 27 years in a row. And they're amazed, like, oh, my God, you're still showing up like it's day one. You're still showing up with the love of God. You're still showing up with the joy of Jesus. You're still showing up with um, 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 being compassionate and showing up with passion like it's day one, and you mean it's 27 years later? Yes, it's 27 years later. So I am still showing up, and I am still here to help others on their journey. I am attempting or have attempted to be the example that, yes, trust God. He can see you through it. Even, you know what the slogan for Bless 24-7 is? Even on a bad day, God is good. Because we still have bad days, but I can still stand and go, oh, yeah, even on a bad day, God is good. And so I am still showing up. I am still inspired at the same levels, not watered down, not watered down at all. You're still getting 100% of that faith walk, that energy. And, yeah, I get tired, but even on a bad day, God is good. And I am here to help others that are on their journey by by the foundation, the Blessed 24-7 Foundation, by helping you with how to start your business from ground zero. Also, I've added how to write your first book because a lot of us have stories to tell. We're just not telling them. And I help um, inspiring authors learn how to self-publish. And a lot of people told me, don't tell people you got fired. Just tell them you quit. No, that's the truth. I got mm-hmm. fired. Why am I going to water right. that down? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at the individuals in the Word of God that uh, it's the same category, irrespective of who they are. But look at them, whether they were murderers or daughters. It doesn't make a difference. Look at them. And they still were able to tell their story. God have it in there for a reason. For a reason. Yes. Wanda, what do you mean? Just think, think as you know, God has favored you for such a time as now. To have blessed 24-7 to be internationally known and sold in nine different languages. What are some of the other languages? You know, that's interesting. I started out, of course, with English and then maybe... Mm-hmm. 15, no, 20 years ago, I started printing it in Spanish. I went to my trademark attorney and said, hey, I want to print this in Spanish. Do I need to do any other trademarks for that? Do I need to do anything different? And when my trademark attorney told me, no matter what language you print it in, Bless 24-7 is still your trademark because I didn't trademark mm-hmm. a logo because there is no logo. It is a word phrase. Mm-hmm. So I started mm-hmm. printing it in English, Greek, Hebrew, Arabic, mm-hmm. French, Swahili, Chinese, Korean, and Spanish. Nine different languages, internationally known, mm-hmm. serving so many. We're here mm-hmm. to inspire and create hope. That's what Bless 24-7 is about, inspiring others and creating hope. How can listeners excuse me, purchase your product, purchase your book, and become involved in your mentoring foundation. Um, easy. Um, each business is separate. 
which has its own email and its own website, but to make it's easier for people to find me and to find everything at one time before venturing off to each individual website. All you have to do is go to wandachilds.com. That's just my first and last name together, no period, no spaces, Wanda Childs, C-H-I-L-D-S. That's C is in Charlie, H-I-L-D is in David, S as in Sam, wandachilds.com. And when you land there, there are going to be tabs on the right that you can click on and read my bio, read me as an author, read about me being a motivational speaker. Then there's another tab for Blessed 24-7 Gifts. There's a tab for the printing company and a tab for the mentoring company. So if you go there, that would be the easiest place to land, to learn everything, and then you can click off and away and go to the specific sites for buying Blessed 24-7 merchandise or ordering Printing Express and Designs custom promotional products. And then you can always call 301-333-8009. Sorry about that. You can always call me. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and listen. Yeah, the, the uh, phone number. Wanda's, mm-hmm. contact, Wanda's contact information can also be found on our website. So please reach out and... Um, as God continues to lead you, because, again, as Wanda is indicating, it's all inspirational and provides you hope, but it's also an upbuilding force into your life. Wanda, you wrote a praise him prayer. Would you mind sharing it with the listeners and why you wrote it? Um, actually, that praise him prayer, I do that every Sunday and mm-hmm. post it on social media, and it's mm-hmm. not my personal prayer. Um, Every single day I read uh, a daily devotional. Um, I started doing this about four and a half years ago, probably almost five years ago, reading this daily, 365-day daily devotional. Um, So when I read it and I read something on a particular day that I think Mm -hmm. would be moving to others, I post it on Sunday. And so this is a devotional. This is coming from a devotional that I read daily. Um, And I call Mm -hmm. it Praise Him. Um, And I post it Mm -hmm. every Sunday um, morning for people to read. Mm -hmm. Listeners, what I would like to do is um, because one of the things that um, is discerning of Wanda, and I – uh, have followed what she has posted uh, for a period of time. Uh, but we also know that uh, as believers of the household of faith, just like in our communication, we just don't say things just to say it. And if God leads us to post something, we're just not posting it just to have fun. We're posting it because, first of all, we were impacted. And we believe, just like Wanda indicated, that, that you would receive a blessing as well. And so having said that, let me, let me read what Wanda posts that was and is important for all of us. It's titled, My Shepherd. I long to lie down in green pastures of peace. Please help me to unwind. Resting in the presence of my shepherd, you. This electronic age keeps me wired much of the time, too tense to find you in the midst of my moment. Yet you built into my very being the need of rest. 
The world is so twisted and broken that it's easy for me to feel guilty about meeting my inborn need for rest. As a result, I waste time and energy staying busy rather than spending time with you, finding refreshment in your presence and seeking your guidance for my life. Lord Jesus, I want to walk with you down the path of peace, blazing a trail for others who desire to live in your peaceful presence. I know it's not my strength that has prepared me for this adventure, but my weaknesses, which amplify my need for you. I've discovered that the more I depend on you, the more you shower peace on my path. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You you, you post them for a reason. You keep on posting. Do you have any final words for the listeners? I would just encourage everyone to live their dreams, um, be obedient to God, Uh, Walk in the path of your passion because that's where your blessings are going to be. That's where your success is going to be, your peace and your joy. Um, If you're stuck in a place where you're at a job maybe or just stuck somewhere in life where it's not pleasing to you, um, you're not happy, the joy is not there, don't stay there. Speak to God, pray to God, and ask him to lead God and direct you. Because there's nothing like walking in your purpose. That's where all your blessings unfold. And not only your blessings, you get to be a blessing to someone. And that's what it's really all about, being a blessing to someone else. Wanda, thank you for taking the time out and appearing on Challenges of Faith radio program. It's an honor to have you on. And you come back anytime, God shall lead you to provide us updates. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Listeners, stay tuned for later on this evening on iHeartRadio. You know, what Wanda has shared today is going to be heard by many, as it should be, so that God continues to get the glory. And also, this upcoming Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Spotify and Apple and the 55 plus uh, platforms that Challenges of Faith radio program on is around the globe. We thank you again for taking the time out of your precious schedule and tuning in to Challenges of Faith radio program. I'm Gary McCann.